Top Flip Flops. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 82 of High Top Flip Flops. As always, this is Krish. I'm here with Navek. Navek, hey. man. Talk to me. Hey, what's up? I'm chilling. Oh, that was a real question. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, when when we do those kind of things, like, I don't know if I'm, it's rhetorical if I'm asking you, but in this case, I'll go with, I'm asking you. Hey, thank you, man. I, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm resting for the most part. Um, you know, we're doing just a, just a cheeky episode, just Nabek and I, and you know what that means. We didn't lock in a guest for this week. <laughs> <laughs> we, we call these free episodes. Free episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because we're just, you know? cause this whole time, like, what we'll do is we'll set a time limit mm-hmm. for 45 minutes to an hour, right? And then we'll cut it right then at 45 or an That's hour. Right. That's right. And we'll try to get in as many thoughts as possible. Thoughts or content? Because correct me if I'm wrong, 2021, no more thoughts. Just yeah. content. You're 100% correct with that, mm-hmm. where I did say all thoughts are content. So we'll just get out as many content as possible. <laughs> all the content. You know what? And, um, and those people who are thinking about correcting me don't. Because I don't care about English that much. That's you know? right. I don't get why we did, you know, throughout high school. Colonizer's tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, worry about your own tongue for, you know, worry about this tongue. Feel me? So, um, you know, one, one thing I, I did want to bring up real quick yes. before we get into this, uh, this list here of random topics. I feel like it's first, <laughs> you know, first take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you bring up uh, sports topics, but instead... Um, we're talking about everything but sports, mm-hmm, probably. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll start off with this. You know, on podcasts, we feel, or maybe I only feel, like bringing up, you know, relationships or funny moments in relationships in the past. Mm-hmm. But I'm not doing that anymore. Oh. Because you gotta, you gotta be private, you know, with mm. certain sections of your life. You gotta preserve the good that you have okay. and then they had me thinking about these weddings that you know people be having you know you've been to a wedding right i have a couple mm-hmm. and you gotta say how much you love the other person in front of everybody you know yeah you know, yeah you, you gotta say like damn i really love this person <laughs> and then they always say some some like uh some corny stuff like um uh man this is the person i would watch all harry potter movies with or something <laughs> like that and then that i'm embarrassed you know when i hear that because like you know they're not gonna say like oh we you watched all of curb together or something <laughs> like that they're gonna and and there's a lot of cool shows out there like the yeah. cool show spectrum has really opened up a lot would you say so I think so. I uh, I'm I'm behind as I always am, um, but definitely more shows, more content, you know, that I I definitely am trying to catch up on. 
feel more excited, engaged to catch up on? For example, this season of The Bachelor is not a white guy. I think he's, I don't, you know, I don't want to just, you know, I'm going to, I don't, I'm not going to say it because I don't know. I can't confirm me. Okay. I'm going to say black and then they're going to be like, you know, he might be like a specific, you okay. know, um, might be biracial. I don't even know. Right. Um, and this season is already cool. Whereas the previous seasons were not because there was 49 white guys wow. in a row prior to this. And we're tired of that. There. You know, so, and this is now cool. So I don't mean just HBO <laughs> programming is cool. Right. I mean, other things are definitely cool. They're getting you know? cooler. Okay. Fair enough. I got to conclude. I'm probably still not going to give The Bachelor a shot. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's progress. That is, you know, worth noting. We'll still say do better, you know. Because um, let me guess, 90% of the, the women on that show are probably white as well. <laughs> no, actually, I think uh, it's. I'm going to throw out another. I just saw a couple pictures once. So <laughs> this is not backed up by facts. Again, we are. We're this is not a fact. Anti-faxers. Come on. Big anti-faxers. You're mm-hmm. correct. And I think I maybe saw like five or six maybe women of color and the rest are like 13 white women and you know that's improvement somehow it's progress you know progress quote unquote um damn i i hear you i i I hear you on the uh the 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 personal weddings um our, our weddings being being very kind of like intimate moments but i guess that's kind of like the the part Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's also the part that makes it more special is that it's like, oh, this kind of like, you know, the the the, the intimacy that is like experienced on a day-to-day with this person, or maybe not on a day-to-day. I don't know what people's relationships, romantic relationships look like, but maybe that's where it's like, oh, the fact that that kind of not only is celebrated, but maybe reflected upon kind of publicly is, you know, that's where the tears come out. It's where it becomes very sentimental, you know, you complete me, you know. All the things I say to you on, uh, you know, bi-weekly basis. Um, but. Well, you know how you can make it special. Maybe during the first dance, don't play Shape of You. <laughs> yes. You know, like, is that the only song? Do you listen to music? Do you guys, like, <laughs> you have you heard songs? 10 songs? Like, there's so many songs better than that, right? Yes. You can, you can go as far back as Donny Hathaway. You can be current. Like with a Snow Allegra song. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but they always choose. I'm in love with the shape of... Like, it's not even that... It, like, okay, That's maybe... black, man. We can yeah, say it's it. Whack. It's whack, like right? Yeah, right. I can, okay. I can say it. You can say it, man. Come yeah. on. Come on. Um, I was also just thinking, I was like, damn, like... <laughs> right now given the current state of the world <laughs> like a part of me like cringed a little bit when i said anti-faxers because i was like oh i feel like it's just teetering a little bit too much to a very sensitive topic right now but let me be clear it's f-a-c-t-s anti-faxers um also i love when celebs are like go get your vaccines Bro, i can't get a vaccine i'm like i'm eight hundred and forty nine thousand place yeah. like i'm gonna get i don't have money like, don't you understand this is the hunger games like, chill like the rock is like go, go get a vaccine it's that easy no it's not easy Dwayne. oh my god it is 
from what I understand, things are moving a lot quicker in the States. Uh, so maybe, maybe the like the whole like go and get it as in like the, it, the responsibility is now on the, the citizen versus the state. Whereas for us, it's the other way around <laughs> very clearly. Everyone's just kind of like, well, most people, I, I don't want to assume everyone's kind of up for getting the vaccine. But um, yeah, that's really, that's really funny. This isn't like voting, you know, <laughs> it's not like, hey. <laughs> make sure you vote it's like yeah yeah i know motherfucker i know um <laughs> i need to, to get this vaccine like, i want to be outside i want to have right. fun again I'm trying to slap my boy's You're asses like, man i'm trying yeah to, exactly trying. you can't even do that like, i can't even do that man uh mm-hmm. god damn it um but you're talking about shows you're talking about new shows you're <laughs> liking i uh you wanted to to talk a little bit about uh this this britney spears documentary is that out yet is it on its way out uh, yeah, it has dropped on Crave, so it's been on HBO okay. for like a couple of weeks now. And man, they re- it really just presses on how horrible people were to her, mm. right? And the weirdest part for me was um, Letterman, because he did some interviews with like, at that time, Britney Spears, I don't know if he interviewed Britney Spears, but I know he interviewed uh, Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton. Okay. And it was just like a lot of really just cheap shots consistently, you know, and yeah. it was tough to watch now. Mm. And I'm like, wow, these, that's what he came up with at that time. Like, right. that's all he could do. He couldn't really, and I know he's supposed to be a legend and all, but you know, you got to press these guys. Like that's so whack of them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, write better jokes, come up with better stuff. It's easy. Yeah. Like you have a writer's room of people that get a decent salary to write jokes Mm -hmm. that's what they do they wake up at maybe 9 a.m they're in a room with funny people just writing jokes and and probably doing whatever you know they could do whatever literally right and so write better stuff instead of and even even letterman especially like can't just uh take these wild shots and sucks to watch and and how we just even even though they're celebs I just don't like shitting on people when they're when they're down, when they're on their own, taking their own process to go through these things. Because I have, you know, maybe other people have, of course, mm-hmm. in different facets. Not on this. Like the thing is, um, like since, like I've, I've I could have done worse, you know. But there's no there's no light on me. Right. right so it doesn't right, matter. Right. The public scrutiny. Um, yeah, absolutely. And with Letterman, it, uh, I like, I'll, I'll like, uh, yeah, the things that stand out to me are like, one, like all of the people that you named about kind of like being publicly scrutinized were women in this case as well, yeah, which like definitely adds like another layer to it. Like, of course, it was easy for like Letterman to like go and do that, you know, in the same way that like, uh, you know, we've seen other guests come on to talk shows and like people be like, oh, you're kind of weird, you know, um, but like at, at the same time, like, I realize like using this specific example may like there's nuances to it, um, which I may not kind of be speaking to here, but just thinking about like what it was like, uh, particularly when Kanye was, was like really like publicly kind of like going through uh, like episodes, you know, Um, when he came on talk shows, it was more so like, are you okay? You know, like, how's everything going? Like what's, what's going on with you Um, rather than like being brought on a show just to be, to be ridiculed, you know? Um, which like, yeah, can like, 
many layers to it one it's like oh like yeah maybe your fucking writer's room is just like you know compassionate people um and that like you know people thought like making jokes like that were make, just poking fun at like people's like you know their their kind of like mental their mental or public breakdowns are is like okay um but two like you it's um inevitably like my mind goes to think like yeah it was probably easier for them to like make those jokes because it's just like the trope of like a of, of like a like a, a late like a woman losing her mind kind of deal right um and exactly. like and yeah. you brought it up too which is like which yeah is also kind of this classic argument right which is just like yeah it's just easier to like make fun of someone who you're like super far removed from right like i, I was like i was probably in what middle middle school uh when like you know britney spears had her had her kind of like public breakdown where she you know she shaved her head um and was kind of like uh, physical with paparazzi um yeah it's not something i follow very deeply but i remember at the time being like oh yeah wow she's she's lost it like she's she's off the rails kind of deal um at at that point with like very little compassion to like what she might have been going through right when yeah what she did was kind of totally normal <laughs> you know it's kind of very normal now yeah and they they kind of controlled that narrative to a point where yeah they made us all think mm-hmm. that she was crazy and we're normal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it's, uh, something to think about the Let's media about does it. yeah you know and yeah you're right they would not have done that to mike tyson you know there's no way he could have even told a single joke to him because he wouldn't have handled it well maybe <laughs> i mean i can't say that because he's improved he has right I mean, do you remember that clip from CP24 where yeah. uh, that's a classic clip where like I, I rate the I, I, I rate the 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 journalist for like bringing that up, you know, um, for just being like up front, being like, hey, listen, like you have, you know, you have uh, rape cases like open on you that are like still kind of like ongoing. Um, so, yeah, like Mike Tyson did not handle that well, like not whatsoever. Um but the guy yeah. should have, you know, he probably should have held that because, you know, you got to watch some interviews. You, you watch him in, in the ring. Like, come on. Like, it's, it's very true. bold to still. It's true. Look. He knew that he was protected because of the cameras. Without yeah. the cameras there, he would not have had the the, the guts to do that by, by any means. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who would. I don't know who would uh, say anything contradictory to Mike Tyson without a fucking camera on. <laughs> or like yeah. someone else in the room you know um but yeah yeah man it's it's very true we think about how many like people we know who've like i'm not I'm not trying to compare you know breakdowns or 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 like mental struggles but like yeah we think about how many people we know you know ourselves who've gone through like some really really intense patches of experience panic attacks have like you know gone gone through that that gone through really really difficult patches in their life like that um but it's like there's no scrutiny there's no like paparazzi that have like now like normalized that have like people are now like making a living off of like stalking right um Mm -hmm. and then it becomes this like you you then reach a stage where someone like kanye is like oh you know like i know these people are just trying to make a living and like it's gotten to this point where you know people who are vulnerable who have like families who are who are just trying to make a living are now doing this because stalking has been deemed like a skill set and like you know you then enter this weird space where it's like there's now like an entitlement to like getting in on these people's lives 
as a result of this this kind of like profession existing for so long it's like yeah it's not like those those people are bad people but it's the fact that it's just being normalized that like you know these people's lives are now everyone else's business um you know that just kind of makes it fucked up mm-hmm. death to the celebrity man let's get it out of here yeah yeah we're we're done with celebrity we're back to regular people are cool that's right. just be that's right regular like you know i was thinking like maybe when i was like 14 15 we all think not we all but a certain amount <laughs> of us think hey man I, there's a chance i could be like known mm. you know i could be known somewhere and then it hit me when i was 18 and i was waking up at 5 30 a.m for a statistics class to take the bus and the subway for an hour and a half to school that mm. yeah i'm regular yeah. right? i'm regular like and that's okay like yeah. i'm kind of okay with that like there's a new luxury now you yeah. know the new, the new luxury is you got a nice rug yeah. in your home <laughs> right. underneath your coffee table. You got that's a rug. Right. You might yeah. have a, a car from this past decade. That's mm-hmm. rare. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, um, you might have the robe with silk pajamas combination. That's right. That's right. And you don't even have to shell out for that. You don't have to shell, you don't have to shell out for you that. You can buy that's a very right. affordable set. <laughs> that's true. It's very so true. I like, yeah, I like that you brought that up because, yeah, there's death to celebrity you already know eat the rich we're doing that we're eating them we're doing it we're eating them. <laughs> we're eating them and we're eating them every meal of the day every meal of the day baby <laughs> bl- especially my- brunch especially br- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh wow yeah it's it's a good point i, I think like as as more time passes there's like <laughs> there's there's solace found in uh less people being in your business you know i was jokingly gonna say like oh like you know you know you've like you're in a good place when nobody cares i obviously don't mean it in that way i i want people to care about you in fact things are probably looking really great in your life if there's a bounty of people who care about your well-being but i more so mean to say like what's in your what's in your business there's a Heart so on top of the britney spears doc a biggie doc recently came out as as i imagine or not imagine but uh when i first saw it i thought this was not the documentary but the movie that came out about him like a couple years ago but it's not this is another one you watch this i didn't because i just don't be watching stuff unfortunately but what'd you think uh it's it's cool because they go from uh d-rock who's one of his childhood friends his perspective and a few other childhood friends perspective uh, one of his friends who was unfortunately slain, his girlfriend mm. appeared on. Wow. Um, and of course, his mother. So a different take uh, for this one, but it also kind of went into the crew, which I like, you know, which was Junior Mafia. Right. And his mom said something great, which is, uh, you know, if he didn't pass, almost all of them would have platinum albums, mm. which is true for Kim and C's. Yeah. For sure. But not not the others but who knows like what would have happened right 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 yeah being around the greatest ever would have some influence on you you know of course some what, what, it's like for example this is equivalent to the weekend belly around nav yeah you no know, it's definitely like, definitely it's like agreed. they're better because he's there 
They're yeah. wait, the weekend's better because shut the hell up. <laughs> How dare you? Um but but no, 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 no. But the, the inverse absolutely is true. Hundred percent, hundred percent. They're he's better because they're there and there's guidance on all sorts of stuff. Just the cosign, all of that is is so valuable. Um and slightly unrelated, but just to, in terms of like thinking about the what ifs, right? Like um I briefly spoke about this the other day with someone, but um, just thinking about, you know, Bobby Shmurda being kind of like freed and, and being at a point where, you know, uh, as a result of the kind of like how much hype was around him, uh, when his, like his first few tracks came out, um, but like the internet preserving it and the internet even being a thing where like, you know, a, a lot of the population kind of like knew about his incarceration, um, and, there's this kind of preservation of his music and this kind of like longing for him to like be released where like he can, he can, he can come out of jail and um, still be celebrated. Right. And, and kind of be like met with kind of be given his flowers. Right. Um, whereas like, you know, uh, I mean, we were talking about it on our, on episode 80, right. About that, that album um, eyes of love um, that came out where like, you know, it was only two or three years of like, the lead singer being incarcerated and like his his song being a hit you know um the the summer it was released and then two or three years later like no one no he comes out and you know the song's off the radio and, and no one remembers him and this is just in his in his town right in, in baltimore uh city pardon me but um yeah yeah I, I i thought about that and just thought about how like you know uh, in many ways like one, one of the kind of like beautiful things that came out of or <laughs> that the internet has done right is like help preserve Robbie Shmurda and whether or not you know we forget about him every couple of months you know there's someone on the internet who'll tweet like Bobby Shmurda is free in like <laughs> like 180 days and everyone suddenly remembers you know and if it's not that someone just needs to post to meet like a gif of like him throwing up the hat and doing the shmoney dance you know um and like it's there that association is there um it also you know sadly kind of makes me think about how uh like how pop smoke never got to have that moment you know never got to kind of like yeah. come back to new york after touring and like have like a tour or like do like a homecoming show after like doing all sorts of touring and like putting out his album you know um or i guess preparing to put out his album um so yeah very very kind of sad in in that sense and uh, a wild duality to also think about um yeah like people's legacies uh like dead or alive right and and how they kind mm. of just how they transpire um but yeah man i'm excited i don't know what bobby sherry is going to do next but we'll see we'll see what happens yeah and with the eyes of love eyes of love eyes of uh, love album yeah, yeah. um i played a lot this weekend oh, yeah. and dude that is so good like, it's it an incredible beautiful. album right yeah like it's it's so sad it's obviously and oh wow this is like kind of on the same level as mac miller's circles for me mm, wow you know as in and not musically right. at all they're very different musically of course because different yeah. times completely different genres but i don't like listening to circles because it's extremely sad you know this is yeah. music that could potentially be extremely different if he was alive Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you just, there's so many sad songs that you just keep thinking of. Right. Yeah. And, and when, when I visit eyes of love, I'm like, wow, this is so great. Like I want to hear the next one and the second LP and the third LP mm -hmm. and the fourth, 
but you know you don't get any of that of course because of the situation yeah. and it's so nuts like even though it's what is it eight songs or is it ten yeah, songs eight songs yeah but eight songs in like to record in jail record in jail in one take that album was recorded in one take which is like mind-blowing mind-blowing mm. um i know a lot of artists have seven years in the studio <laughs> they don't make anything that's right you know they're they're just in a studio like what a luxury that is yeah. to be in a studio i guess <laughs> yeah. yeah wow seriously um mm. yeah if anyone's listening if you haven't listened to eyes of love you gotta listen to that album right now speaking of of music that you gotta listen to as well quick shout out to our friend chris martin not from coldplay who goes by the artist <laughs> name new village uh recently dropped a song called static incredible he's got our other friend uh other artist mason hyde who's a friend of the show who uh did some incredible engineering and production on there ahmad uh our 12th ever or our guest on the 12th episode of the show uh and friend of the show as well doing all the creatives for that very very excited to see what more music they put out but you should check out the song static we'll play it at the end of this episode too very good and buy it on itunes i'm That's buying right. all my friends music now Perfect. i don't i don't stream because you give them six pennies with the stream that's right that's right yeah. at least buy it for the dollar shout out clyde drexler <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm gonna get him on the pot he's a funny he's a very funny kid because i'm calling him a kid even though he's 21 but um i like having the youth on but uh check him out uh, clyde drexler you know from from scarborough of course uh yeah, I'm, I'm trying to buy his stuff as well. You know, just uh, just because, you know, give them some support. You know, they're indie, hopefully. That's right. That's right. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> hey, do the right thing. Do the right <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. It's, I'm, not, I'm not one that can speak. You know, earlier I said, um, I'm not one that can speak on family. Because mm. I was talking about, like, a friend who got married and we didn't see him since. Right. And then I was about to go in on him, but then I was like, who am I to speak on the structure of family? Mm. <laughs> I don't know anything yeah. about that. Fair, man. That's the, a only, the only drama I have in my life is with my family. Mm. That's wild. Yeah. I know a lot, of you, a lot of you nasty people have drama with everybody, you know, with your friends, with coworkers. You live for that, you weirdo. Yeah. But, <laughs> you <nah>. weirdo. <laughs> but i'm also trying to get to here uh but yeah don't don't do that don't have uh that dumb kind of drama you know just live uh live without care like the reason um some of you might wonder damn why are you so stress-free why do you look so stress-free you as in you like why isn't it big? yeah yeah and it's because i simply don't do anything and you know you you have to get on my level mm. don't do anything and you know you'll be stress-free you'll be <laughs> relaxing you won't be thinking you know that's what i do and and i'm fine look at me i'm doing just fine um fair man i hope we can uh you know we can dive into that a little bit deeper as to what doing nothing means you know because you do a lot of things, you know, <laughs> at the same time, you know? 
Mm. We're speaking very abstractly here, but maybe you can give us an example <laughs> of something that when you say, I, I don't do anything, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Can you give us an example of mm. something that you like actively don't do? Well, I'm going to be real here. I, I start work again on Monday, right? And I haven't worked for the entire February because I came off of something in January. And I thought things were going to turn out differently for me, but they did. That's life. And I did not do anything for the entire of February where I did, you know, a little fun little errands here and there, chilled, had some good mini experiences, experienced music. Micro experiences. Is that the word? Is that what you're looking for? I have micro oh. experiences. Micro experiences. That's a great word. That's what you're going to call it. Stop with those macro experiences and start with the micro experiences. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, <laughs> and where was I going out here? What were we, what were we talking about? What's an example of something oh, that you don't do? I don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think about what I've done. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'm, I haven't done a lot. And oh, I was about to get into how <laughs> I haven't done a lot and I'm getting back into selling out. Oh, dude. You know? <laughs> I'm back into selling back out. To. Yeah, I'm officially selling out again. Because uh, uh, when I was a youth, man. when I was a youth, I thought I'd be doing things. You know, I thought I'd be really moving out here, shifting. Uh, oh, I thought I would be a dot shifter <laughs> dot changer what is those terms what is those that? useless terms that people say the 30 under 30s the oh, dot shifters <laughs> i don't know what that is, what the fuck is no no i never thought i'd be a dot connector or anything <laughs> but but no i'm solving out and the reason i could say this freely is because my instagram is locked haha <laughs> you can't find me employment uh <laughs> That's the only reason my my Instagram isn't doesn't have any prized content on there. It's just locked so that employers don't find out about this. Mm. And hence me talking right now about it. Right, 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 right. Until I finish probation, and then I can uh, let loose follow again. Your boss. <laughs> follow your boss. Yeah. It ultimately. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say something <laughs> just in case to protect myself. Yeah. I'm not gonna it. say that. And a lot of you need to listen to that as well. Peyton, learn from that. They're don't always say everything. That's right. I don't know if you guys know, but Nivek is on IG Live every 30 minutes, every day, <laughs> spitting free game. Uh, yeah, so game. You, know, you got you got to get on there every 30 minutes. You know, don't miss out because <laughs> <laughs> it's rare every 30 minutes, uh-huh. every day, about seven days a week. Mm. Uh, doesn't miss Christmas. Doesn't miss Boxing Day. Free game. My birthday, I do it. That's right. This is the only hour every two weeks that Nevek doesn't spit free game. Every <laughs> 30 minutes. I also, I'm sick of game. I, like, people yeah. will say, I'll, put, I'll give you game. I'll put you on game. <laughs> Would you rather, you know, have $20,000 of dinner with Jay? <laughs> like, that culture of people has made me sick. Yeah. I don't need game. Yeah. I need money. That's right. That's Just right. give me the money. I don't give need tips to get like, oh, everybody's like, here, here's some financial tips. Yeah. Uh, don't spend money on things you like. 
<laughs> don't buy don't buy uh, DVDs. Don't buy clothes. Don't buy uh, vinyls. You know, don't buy. That's that's my advice. Buy less of everything. <laughs> and no, the tip is, I need more money. <laughs> giving that would be a big tip. Uh, I'm not also giving you any new information here. Everybody who listens to this knows that. Yeah, okay. that's right. That's right. That's the yeah the most frustrating part. Um, mm. Yeah, man. La- last point that I'll make. You know, I, uh, I I don't know if it's just my algorithm on this new app Clubhouse, but all the shit I see on there is just like tips on growing your social media following. Get a hundred k in like less than a month. Hundred k followers in less than a month. I'm just like, man, I don't want to hear this. First of all, this is b- bullshit. <laughs> and second of all, I don't want to hear some dude just talking at me for three hours telling me uh, about how I got to play the play the algorithm game, you know? Um, yeah, the the I get it. You know, there's a lot of people who have a, have a lot of sound advice to give out there. I'm not going to take away from people who, you know, have some incredible experiences. There's a, you know... Um, creative director photographer videographer liam mccray who on his instagram recently did like an ask me anything and like shared some incredible insight about like getting a work visa in the united states as a as a non uh, u.s citizen um like dealing with clients uh like technical advice on like cameras to use and different effects and um you know his 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 experiences in terms of you know keeping ideas fresh and working with like, uh, you know, diverse crews, working with different people. It's like there, there were, there was a lot of really solid advice that was kind of shared through that. And like, there are a lot of instances, yeah, where, where I appreciate that. But um, <laughs> I think the thing I always, I, I find myself wondering is like, if all you're doing is like, is giving out, a, giving out advice in this very particular way, like, um, where when and where are you like learning this shit and like continuing to learn and like reflect on your experiences versus just saying like yeah yeah yeah, this is the way this is the way i i know everything i know all this shit um that's always something that has kind of like baffled me is like that kind of like guru advice quick help type uh i don't know world it's got to be you know hollow because there's no point where someone's just like, yeah, I'm going to take a hiatus from this shit and just learn, you know, yeah. I'm just going to spend some time learning. So I have something substantial to share with you. Um, but, you know, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. With, with Clubhouse, it kind of makes me sick. Like I thought there would be fun groups, like brown guys who wear long sleeve t-shirts or something like that. Yeah. But there's like, there's like a lot of groups like, oh, how to dismantle capitalism. <laughs> I look I'm for that I'm not you know shout out Bernie <laughs> shout out Bern you already know my guy is, is my representative socialism so, <laughs> uh, socialism um socialism for all you uh vocab heads um pronunciation heads actually socialism <laughs> weird way to say that <laughs> um anyways what i was saying yeah there's a lot of those groups and i thought it would be more fun (laughs) like everybody not everybody's trying to get money like doesn't anyone (laughs) want to chill like have fun (laughs) talk about long t-shirts like oh my god i I want a group for i want to i want to support group for uh people who 
have refused to move on from 2013 fashion trends. Like that's what I, that's what I want to be a part of, you know, cause I think I was a part of that group for, <laughs> I would have joined that group. I would have, would have been eligible to join that group until maybe a year or two ago. So. Okay. I'll, sorry. I have to, oh, really? <laughs> no, no, no. That <laughs> no, I was like, that's okay. I was like for a second, I was uh, thinking about that, but something else ridiculous came to my mind where a friend of mine who I won't say his name, um he was talking about uh what he looks for i guess in a partner and he said um you know i'm just looking for someone that can hustle as a hustle <laughs> and that made me sick i almost vomited to the ground and on his feet and shoes and i told him don't ever say that in front of me again <laughs> and i genuinely meant that because what like that's that's nasty and sick and for also for everybody pushing the hustle like you gotta have a hustle, second, third hustle. You you gotta have so many hustles. You never sleep. You just always, you're always awake and hustling. Um, I hate that, and I will never do that. Okay, <laughs> I'm not working more than one thing at a time. Okay, maybe two things. Maybe two. Maybe two. I'm not doing three things. All right. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And crypto is not a thing. That's something that I do. <laughs> you know, it's not just, a job. It's a life. I just. <laughs> I just, you know, BMO app transferred to my uh, my Coinbase, let it spring off. Shout out to anyone who is working multiple jobs because, you know, that's how they're trying to survive, you know, but because um, we, we know we know people out there who are trying to make ends meet with that multiple job life. But um, but but that's a very different line, you know. There's a difference between this is what I, you know, need for my, for sustenance and to support myself and because the job market is shit versus my personality (laughs) is telling you my net worth, Uh, you know? I'm not even going to lie. I've been saying all this and then earlier today, maybe three hours ago, I thought about buying a pasta maker, (laughs) making handmade pasta and then bagging it and selling it. First I was doing, see, that's how they get you. That's yeah. how this capitalism gets you where I just wanted to make pasta for myself for the week. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, I got to sell it. You got to make it worth, gotta, it's got to be worthwhile, right? Yeah. And also because nobody's really doing it, mm. but no, no, I can't do that. Like, that's just, I can't do everything like that. Yeah. Not all your hobbies have to, have to turn into, you know, financial kind of uh, like revenue generators. Let's just yeah. let it be, let it, let it bring you joy. Let it fill your stomach, belly full of food, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Hobbies don't have to make you money. Um, That's true. But it's hard not to feel that way um, sometimes, truly. But listen, man, get that pasta maker. Let me try some of that. Tagliatelle, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. When, when I master it, it's going to be a big vibe. Oh, Trust yeah. Me. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be working on it, and hopefully it'll be... It'll be served at my, I talk about this potential spot that I'm going to be getting. Yes, that's right. Which might not even happen until June. <laughs> Who knows? It's just because I'm being, like, I got to I gotta be smart with this, you know? Right, right. We're getting I'm, there. We're getting like, there. Once I leave my house, I, I can never come back. <laughs> like the weekend did, you know? That's right. That's he right. left one weekend. He never came back. That's I'm trying right. to leave on a Tuesday. <laughs> and then... You know, I never come back. So I have to be yeah. straight and good. That's fair. That's if fair. I do that. And, I, and unfortunately, that 
Might be a bit longer, but the price we pay the for price freedom. Pay. That's right, man. We'll keep holding out until that day. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a holiday. Let me tell you, it's gonna be a holiday, man. Holiday. I finally get. I finally understand the Irish in terms of freedom. Oh yeah. <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> <sighs> no, no, no. It's it's not the same. Me moving out <laughs> is not the equivalent to the Irish escaping <laughs> Ireland. And why did I attack the Irish? I don't know. But is anyone going to stop me? Probably not. <laughs> and let's let's logistically let's calculate this. Is anybody going to message me about this? No. Dude, no one's going to message you because they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, I'm talking about Irish people. <laughs> but my <laughs> my point is I don't know any Irish people. But what is what Irish holiday are you talking about? Well, about I'm not even talking about Irish holiday Jesus i'm talking I'm, I'm talking me le- me leaving my house is equivalent to the irish escaping ireland oh my god you know but that's not true though. fair fair enough <laughs> you know i'm not even gonna front i don't know what, at what point the irish left ireland like i know they left obviously you know <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know when i don't know the fucking the history there unfortunately maybe the I history heard- heads that come after us now that's all right all right last thing that we're going to talk about on uh this episode is this wild photo of kuneo kuneo nanjani that yeah mm-hmm. uh Nivek showed me earlier today um maybe for the video viewers we can share this photo yeah <laughs> maybe we'll make it the background of our artwork <laughs> as well because <laughs> um it's kind of fucked up like for okay so so for maybe for someone who's who's visually impaired who's listening to us in uh just over audio um this photo is a photo of Kanel Nanjani who over the past few years has, has kind of transformed into this uh, really lean and kind of muscular person by way of you know getting us some role in the, the Marvel superhero movies I think in the elementals or something like that anyways it's caused a lot of noise given that you know previously he was just kind of um like not in crazy shape like that and um of course you know transformations of this kind right towards being really lean and strong and muscular are uh celebrated of course but in this photo he's just kind of sitting with both of his arms you know like his his elbows at the corners uh at the edges of the table a plate in front of him he's kind of smiling looks like he's just sitting down for dinner but his right arm looks at least (laughs) like 1.5 times bigger than his left arm and we can't tell if it's like an optical illusion. Can't tell if like, you know, it, it's, it's just the angles and maybe it's just positioned in a way where one looks bigger than the other. Uh, but it looks kind of unnatural. Um, it like very much plays into like memes of like, I remember as like a teen of like someone like a, a, a dude specifically like jerking off a lot and one arm being like much bigger and stronger than <laughs> i think it was like something stupid on like uh family guy as well like quagmire has like one like super stupid muscular arm as a result of like masturbating a shit ton um that's unfortunately uh where my my immature brain went uh when i first saw this picture um but what 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 struck you about the the photo when you first saw it maybe? so many things but i'll start with one um, a couple nights ago, I had a major nightmare mm. <clears throat> where all I saw, what felt like hours, is just that photo. It was the strangest thing. 
it was just a dazed Kumal Nanjiani <laughs> sitting there for what looks like maybe a dinner filled with radishes and other things right. on his plate. And he was so dazed, it was so uncomfortable that it haunted me. And That's it right. made me very scared uh, because I'm going to throw up some pictures here in the, in the visuals. Okay. Yeah, this is what he looks like. Of course, we've shown it price four times by now, but right. I mean, we need to show it again because it's uncomfortable. That's right. That's right. It's uncomfortable to look at. It's unrealistic. You know, myself being a um, thin brown man with zero percent muscle, I feel weird when I see that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. Yeah, and this is how I believe the brown guy should look. I'm going to throw up several pictures of regular brown guys here that I found on Google Images. And I think it's uncomfortable and on, and personally, uh, hard to look at. You know, it's, um, yeah, man, you, it, it's, you, you raise a really, really good point. And, you know, we're, we're, again, for those who aren't watching, you know, the, the, the images we've selected of, of these these brown men are just you know men you see are all shapes and sizes you know because that's normal and um it's it is definitely really spooky because um especially especially when you think about the way that, that like that transformation is going to be glamorized like wow you look so mm-hmm. great um just that saying alone implies that you look like shit beforehand you know yeah. um or more importantly that's like that you weren't healthy beforehand or that like all of a sudden, like you, 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 you deserve more attention as a result of taking this kind of like shape, you know? Um, and man, you're hundred percent right. Like, I don't think I, 2020 hundred percent was the year that I finally acknowledged that like, I like, I struggle with like my body image. Um, and I think that came about from just being at home a lot more being able to look in the mirror a lot more, having mm. a lot more time to think about all the things that I wasn't doing for myself. Um, and hundred percent, I, I, I can, I can trace it back to like comments being made about me when I was younger and a lot of judgment about, you know, just being a, a pudgier kid when I was uh, growing up and like, yeah, without really realizing that it was, it's kind of been compounding and kind of affecting me. Um, I think twofold one, just a denial of, of kind of like accepting that, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sometimes I'm hesitant to kind of go as far as saying that, you know, it's a, that what I experience is like, is, is um, body dysphoria. But I yeah, think, um, I think, and, you know, just for, for, for anyone who is kind of keen to, to know what body dysmorphia or body dysmorphic disorder, uh, it's, it's when you're, I mean, to, at, at its kind of most severe state or, not even that but just as a disorder it's a mental health disorder where you kind of can't stop thinking about one or more like flaws in your appearance um and it's a spectrum of course you know i, I think at, at some to some degrees it can kind of be at a point where it's it's like it it's filling up your mind you know and you're you're kind of it's affecting your your state of well-being at like a very severe level you know where like you're feeling embarrassed or ashamed sometimes anxious um to the point where like you may even you know distance yourself from other people as a result of these kind of negative feelings you're harboring but um yeah i think what i was going to say was i think why i didn't really give myself the the space or maybe accept it for myself one is is because 
I think um, up up until even like 2019, before I, I had like a, a severe ankle injury, I was like fairly, fairly happy with like where I was, you know, in terms of um, the amount of physical activity I was getting. And like 2018, I'd come off of like running a couple half marathons, which I felt really great about. And, um, and it was only after I got this injury and I put on weight and I had like yearned to like, get back to that place, get back to how much I weighed, get back to, you know, running as fast as I was. Um, did I take in that? Like, Oh man, this is something that like, I'm letting it like is impacting me like more severely than I thought to the point where like, I could be having a, a really good day and like look in the mirror to like get ready to shower and my like mood is fucked for the rest of the night just because I like looked at myself and I wasn't happy with what I saw in the mirror you know um so what I upon reflection what I didn't realize was like even when I was in like when I was like yeah when I was exercising a lot and yeah like I said I I was fairly happy with you know how fast I was running or whatever it was I still remember like now that I give myself the time to think about it I remember even at that time being like ah man like I got to lose more weight or like, oh, I'm still like, I, I still weigh too much, you know? Um, which now I look, I think about, and I'm just like, oh, that's, that was mad of me to have, to have thought that. But um, that, that thought has kind of always been there for me. Um, I think a, another big part of why I like, I dismissed it also um, is because I, I also like, you know, my preconditioned mind also convinced me to believe that it wasn't like something that men experienced, that it's just like, oh, like, body issues are or 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 body dysmorphia even kind of in its most severe state you know eating disorders etc is like an exclusively like uh, a challenge like a, a a challenge faced by women right mm-hmm. um and that's a hundred percent a result of, of just being conditioned to believe that like men don't deal with that you know um but yeah how can you fucking not look at that picture of kunel and johnny and just be like oh fuck what am i what am i doing right or or you know, start kind of criticizing yourself. Um, it's like, yeah, I, I think like, it's, I definitely am better, I think mentally than where I was maybe even a year ago, or, or maybe two years ago. Um, but yeah, 100%. I look at that photo, and you fucking see his like jawline, or you see how like cut he is. And you're like, Jesus Christ, what, what, like, this is wild. This is like, he did some crazy shit to like get to this point. But inevitably the question is just like oh shit like what what am i doing right um and like why aren't i going as like hard as this or or why the questions are always just like what what do i not have right um which inherently is just you know is is not helpful is not healthy right Mm -hmm. um so you know yeah as i said i think I, i i'm i'm definitely gotten better about like the way I, I think about myself but I'm, I also have a lot of bad days you know um, I definitely resort to eating when I'm like uh, feeling like emotionally overwhelmed or exhausted even um, I'm still gonna still gonna struggle uh, particularly when like things haven't gone things things haven't gone well it's in any facet of my life it's very easy for me to immediately come back to like the, the status of my my body or my health um, so yeah, you know, I, I gotta say, you know, um, I mean, particularly to to any men who kind of listen to the show, but but any anyone really um, who who may kind of uh, struggle with with similar challenges, um, who feels comfortable, you know, talking to us, mm-hmm. uh, maybe via Instagram or 
know, send us an email or something about, you know, what your kind of experience or maybe journey with it has been like, and, and what are maybe some, some things that you've practiced for yourself that has been helpful. Um, or, or maybe if you're struggling and, and you're not sure what, uh, what might be helpful and, and maybe we can kind of share some, some resources with that. Cause, um, yeah, man, definitely. I think it's, it would be foolish to, to pretend that, uh, you know, body image issues amongst men, especially are, are not, is not a thing. You can't, you can't deny that when you fucking look at that picture of Kamel, Kamel Nanjani. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> the fact that it gave you nightmares is fucked. Yeah, no. yeah, I guess because like uh, society such as Gucci Mane pre-2014 yeah, yeah. has made me kind of comfortable with, with wanting to have a big bo- uh, belly. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. Even, exactly. you know. I don't. I don't want to say that Rick Ross inspires me in any way whatsoever because he does not. Right. But you know his his ability to be comfortable with himself and his body Comfort. is kind of cool. Right. You know, so it's it makes incredible. me yeah, kind of okay with with uh, with having like a possible big belly. I remember I was in a I was in a barber shop with some fellas you know oh man you know it's classic the health the, the one of the healthiest social situations to find yourself in a men's barbershop you know where everything bad doesn't exist there it's all kind behavior not at all it's actually pretty cruel but um so i was showing some of my tattoos on my stomach and somebody's like damn you put on some weight since you are younger and i was wow, like wow yeah when i was 21 i was i you know, I was very thin mm. to the point where I had the, you know, I had abs when I was 21, mm-hmm. right? And that's because I was so skinny that I had the skinny abs, right? Right. And then now I've been eating and stuff like that. And um, I'm perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But I do have those those body dysmorphia issues where I'm like, damn, should I be eating six more of those macadamia nut cookies? They're delicious. Right. right. What should I? Should I spread them out? You know? Exactly. And there's a voice, right? And, and like that voice mm-hmm. is like one that we've, we've heard elsewhere in our lives, right? That then becomes internalized and it's one where we kind of self-police ourselves, right? Um, and it's mm-hmm. like, of course, of course we, we like, yeah. Um, that's the one, that, that's the, the internal voice that's going to kind of fuck us up. I mean, of course, I'm sure there are tons of people who still have people in their lives who are judging them and, and making comments like that fucker at the barbershop, right? um well like, no, like well, helpful, I, I do have to say it was a it was a friend of mine he didn't mean it in like the harshest way fair it was like a lighter much lighter way right. and it was my barber too and they weren't like trying to bring me down like to point right, where they're right, trying right. to shit on me it was like right. typical kind of stuff right, right. and um and it, it wasn't like I, I i was like oh my god and then Right. I looked at myself in the mirror for a long time. I was pretty confident at that point Fair. in my Fair. shape. That's good. But, but I was still experiencing a lot of those random moments mm-hmm. of that body dysmorphia, which is very, yeah. you know, it's so, the first time I've never heard of it amongst guys, yeah. body dysmorphia talked, talked about. about yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. It should be. No, yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing that too, because, I mean, it's very funny. If I was in your position at that barbershop, I 100% would have gone home and cried. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no lie yeah. i would just be like yeah fuck man you're right <laughs> um and and that's just like that just kind of paint, paints a picture of like like e- even like how kind of uh intense it can get even in like the most lighthearted of, of ways right 
Um, and, it, and it gets normalized too, that it becomes a joke to like slap someone and be like, hey, this guy looks like, yeah, he's got back to a couple pans on. No, yeah, you look good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, th- it's those kind of things that, that can normalize, right? Or, or like even just kind of, yeah, yeah. It, it's, we've, we've really just kind of touched, the, touched on the, the surface here, but um, you know, maybe it's something for us to, to keep dissecting as, as this podcast goes on, you know? bring it up with with some of our some of our guests uh if they feel comfortable talking about it because yeah man it's it's we just got to do our part in trying to normalize it too right normalize talking about it and being open about it to whatever degree people feel comfortable but um yeah if anyone's got any 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 tips you know on, on maybe little little mental exercises to to work through or you know any kind of affirmations maybe that you share with yourself send them our way helpful and uh you know we love to to share what we learn as well you know as as gurus as experts mm-hmm. quote unquote um on everything you know Nivek goes live in 30 minutes on this <laughs> on his ig so yeah um, uh he's gotta spit the game that you share with him you know um but we've reached the end of this episode thanks everyone for tuning in um we've got a really exciting guest uh guests lined up for our next couple episodes that we're looking forward to and um you know wherever you listen to this give us a follow on spotify give us a follow on soundcloud if you listen on apple music or apple podcast app you know leave us a review let us know what you think um and if you watch this on youtube you know hello goodbye and we'll see you in a couple weeks make any parting words yeah, thank you to all the fans. You know, all the people that listen to this thing. Mm-hmm. People that like this and actually want us to do these more. Salute to you. And we are in love with you. Thank 100%. you. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>